0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Over the weekend, I was walking along Montrose Beach when a group of volunteers approached and they asked if I could walk in a different direction. The reason? Well, the area had new piping plover chicks who were just rescued from a nest in New York. Piping plovers, they're a federally endangered species that almost disappeared completely in the Great Lakes region. However, over the past three years, Chicagoans have been working to protect and monitor the birds as they make a new home in this city. So here to talk about some of the efforts and more about our new neighbors is Judy Pollack, president of the Chicago Audubon Society. Welcome back, Judy. Good to see you. Oh, great to see you. Great to be here. So for those of us who have never seen the bird before, can you describe what they look like?
1: Oh, yeah. There are these like cute, fluffy little ploof balls you know uh, yeah they're they're round and then they're kind of a round bird generally but when they're chicks you know they're even rounder um and they're small you know they're you know maybe like sparrow size or something so it's it's hard to find them on the beach even and uh, they're sand colored yes they are that's right and yeah. and
0: these pulvers they almost disappeared in the great lakes region uh, so talk about that what what caused this
1: yeah, well, you know, plovers nest on beaches and people like beaches, you know, and we don't have a whole lot of beaches in the Great Lakes area. So, um the the plover population uh really dropped, uh, you know, due to human disturbance on top of, you know, every other sort of problem in in the life of a plover that you can imagine. Mm-hmm. They have, you know, their predators that go after them and, you know, they're subject to diseases and just all the other all, all the other problems that you would expect a bird could have, but I think, uh, you know, this uh,
0: conflict with humans was uh, also a big part. So how Chicago and, and Illinois protecting them?
1: So we have um, we don't have that much Great Lakes beach in Chicago. Right, this is a little tiny part up in in our part of the the state, um, and we do have a really a good number of protected beaches along that uh, strand. So, you know, like you've got beaches in Waukegan, you've got the Illinois, um, the state, uh, beach state park there. And then the city of Chicago just does a really wonderful job with its beaches, you know, and I'm so delighted that um, the plovers are nesting at Montrose beach because it it really um, sort of consecrates the park district's wonderful efforts to to create natural beach uh, there, you know, and I yeah. of course remember when it was just a big flat groomed um, sandy beach and
0: they've done a ton to make it, make it natural. And the plovers have responded, which is great. Yeah. They, they, like most birds they they go South during the winter. And, but Chicago sounds like a, a common place for them to return to during the spring and, and summer.
1: Yes. Um, yeah, uh, this they're part of the Great Lakes population. So there's like 70, 75 pairs around the Great Lakes. A lot of them are over on Sleeping Bear Dunes, you know, on, on the other side of the lake. Um, but we do have uh, a number of pairs over on this side of the lake. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's nice that they come to Chicago. Chicago uh, is a great um, either stopover point or destination for many, many, many migratory birds. So, you know, a lot of people think we... Um, that it would be hard for a city to play a role in bird
0: conservation, but Chicago really plays a big role in, in bird conservation. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it was delightful, actually, to, to see, as I told that story a moment ago about being on the beach over the weekend. And these lovely ladies, you know, approached me and they said, oh, we're just trying to protect. We don't want to make them uncomfortable. And I said, oh, my gosh, absolutely. I'll go this way <laughs> instead of going that way. Um, I It was Really delightful to see. Um, where are the plovers at in their migration period? Like, should we expect more? Uh, yeah. So uh, no, I think that the like,
1: so you know, birds they migrate. They tend to migrate in the spring, most of them. You know, not not every single species, but plovers, like many birds, um, will migrate up in the spring, and then in June they'll be pretty settled. And nesting and raising young—that's that's what most birds are doing in June. You know, they're they're raising their young, and then also in uh, in July. Um, so, I mean, at this point. Um, you know, and I think there was, like, Imani, right, who was a young, uh, mm-hmm. you know, one of Monty and Rose's young. You yeah, remember Imani. Right. <laughs> so so Imani is back at the beach and has been there, you know, all, all spring. And although other plovers have come and gone, none of them seem to really... Um, be that into Imani, I don't know. So
0: <laughs> we'll take us by. I'm glad you brought up Imani, Judy. So some Chicagoans may remember Monty and Rose, right? Right. right. So give us more of that that history for the people who are, are just just joining. History of the the plovers in this city in the last few years.
1: Yeah. So Monty and Rose, um, uh, you know, ne- they nested first in 2019, and they had two young. Uh, Those young uh, were not named or tagged or anything, so we don't really know what what happened to them. But then they've nested in two two subsequent years, uh, and they had uh, three and then two young. Those are the ones that made it, um, you know, to the point where they could be banded and named. Um, So, um, and then, you know, sadly, last year, uh, Rose never made it back up here, yeah. and and then Monty unfortunately died uh, right on the beach, uh, and I it was you know the someone from the Chicago piping plovers organization actually witnessed him dying, and and I just want to say Aww. that 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 organization you know that you talk to on the beach uh, the volunteers um, they just do they've done a fabulous job of. Uh, kind of making Monty and Rose a part of Chicago, mm-hmm. you know, life and and also of being out there on the beach every single day. And not I only mean, they were
0: out there early. That was. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, they're, I'm they're, talking
1: about 8 a.m. Yep. Oh, they're 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 sun up to sundown, and they're making sure that, pre- you know, predators are not uh, attacking the birds. They're sort of warning humans away. But another really important thing that they do is they just, you know, Generate excitement among beachgoers. It's a such a wonderful opportunity, and they have really stepped up and are doing a wonderful job.
0: Yeah, and to that point, a beach it can be a really busy place. Yeah, be, especially yeah during the summer season. So, what should beachgoers be aware of when they're at Montrose and, and they may see the chicks? uh
1: Yeah, well, I mean they are they are really tiny. You know, they're getting bigger every day. Um, the the chicks, you know, seem to be pretty good at avoiding people's feet or whatever, and they've been, actually, these chicks have been very adventurous and using, like, a lot of different areas, not just the beach. Oh, really? They've hey. gone into the grass, and yeah. So, um, yeah, but I think the thing is really just to be aware of your surroundings, you know, and... And honestly, if you're looking for those plovers, you might find yourself noticing some of the many other shorebirds that um, you know that migrate and that use um, that use Montrose Beach. There, there are a lot of different species of shorebirds that you can see on Montrose Beach, um, and um, as well as you know, it's a great place to look for swallows right now. So it's just a great oh, really? place to go for birds. You know, so if you want to go go to Montrose and Watch, you know, watch what birds are there. Uh, you'll you'll see a lot in addition to Monty and Rose. The other thing, though, like very important dogs. Um, you know, sometimes people let their dogs off dogs. the leash, and it's a it's a mm. huge problem. Uh, so keep your Manchos. dogs on the leash. Oh yes, absolutely, all the time, but especially at Machos.
0: Yeah, uh-huh. you know, and these these uh, were the first chicks to be released somewhere outside of Michigan, and the the first at Montrose Beach, um, where. Of course, as we've talked about, there have been several pairs of, of plovers who've migrated and they've stayed there. Do you think that that will help these chicks acclimate better? Oh yeah, well, Just being in company,
1: right? Yes. Oh yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although they haven't been, I don't think, super friendly with Imani. Oh no, <laughs> but uh, but you know they're they're, they're kind they're programmed to, to, to. It's amazing what they know how to do. Right. Like these are captive raised chicks and Mm -hmm. they were, you know, raised in captivity and then they go out onto the beach and they know how to forage and find food. So, uh, yeah. So I think they they come with their own set of instructions, which is which is a good thing uh, for them.
0: Yeah. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Three piping plover chicks were released at Montrose Beach last week after being rescued from a nest in New York. And Judy Pollock is here. She's the president of the Chicago Audubon Society. Telling us more about the species and some of the efforts around here to uh, protect them. So uh, let's go back to uh, some birds you mentioned a moment ago, Judy. I mean, because Chicago's a city and we mainly see pigeons <laughs> around, but we are home to a lot of bird species and, and diversity. So tell us more about local native birds and, and maybe the key species that pass through the city, too.
1: Yes. So, um, the, there's, I think the Chicago area is important for a couple of reasons. And one of them is this tremendous migration that we have. Like, um, Cornell Lab of Ornithology did a study and they found that Chicago is the most dangerous city for migrating birds because we are near this big river of birds that migrates up through the middle of the country. Um, we're, we're the closest city to that. Mm-hmm. And we have a lot of lights and lights attract birds. So, Our city fills up with birds during the migration period. And, you know, if we can be the most dangerous city for birds, we can also be the most important city for birds, right? And I think that a lot of um, the public landowners in Chicago have taken that very seriously, like the Chicago Park District and the Forest Preserves of Cook County. And they um, have uh, really done a lot to make habitat for these birds. So there's, you know, maybe like, you know, between 250 uh even up closer to 300 species of uh, birds that are being in Chicago during the migration mm-hmm. period and they're finding great habitat to use um thanks to local landowners and also volunteers that
0: are out there working
1: on those lands yeah
0: what other bird conservation efforts should we know about or other projects in the city
1: yeah so um there are um there's a couple of really active bird clubs, so, you know, you can get involved with them. They've got all kinds of projects going on. Uh, you know, I'll mention we're making a hummingbird park, in, a hummingbird garden in Washington Park, and uh, we're also restoring bird habitat in River Park. The Chicago Ornithological Society has this great project at Laba Woods where they're uh, replacing um, – shrubby understory a lot of times you know our woods are full of um invasive shrubs and a lot of times when they remove them uh they don't replace the shrubs you know they'll just replace them with grasses and flowers so we're really kind of experimenting with replacing shrubs because the birds really like that that's wonderful that, that yeah that story and then you know you've got a lot of other um habitat restoration projects that are going going on all over the place Grassland birds are another really important um, conservation success story, and they're mostly out in the suburbs, but places like um, Schaumburg Road uh, grasslands and Orland, Orland grasslands mm-hmm. have been restored to raise the numbers of grassland birds, and they're doing better in the Chicago area than they
0: are anywhere else in the state. Yeah, and and, and back to the the three chicks, I mean, this is... This is great. They've been making a lot of news, and, and I want to make sure I say their names. Wild indigo, <laughs> prickly bear, and sea rocket. Uh, they're all named for, of course, uh, native plant species. But this is a great, to your point earlier, Judy, had a great opportunity for folks to, to learn more yes. about the nature that exists and is thriving yes. Yes. in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what are your favorite places to bird watch here, oh, if you had to pick? Yeah,
1: well, of course, Mancho's. Montrose is wonderful. It sticks out into the lake, yeah. and so a lot of birds uh, find their way to Montrose. But I, I'm also partial to uh, Laba Woods in the forest preserves, mm-hmm. Bartel Grassland in the
0: south suburbs. So if someone's starting out, right, they're super interested in, in, yeah. in these plovers and they yeah. want to get started with birding, yeah. what equipment or books or gear would you say they should pick up? Uh,
1: yeah. Um, so... The first thing is really just to get out with people, I think. Uh, And so the bird clubs do a lot of walks. Uh, You know, like we have a walk every week in uh, Jackson Park and uh, all over the city. But, I mean, as far as equipment, you know, a good pair of binoculars is helpful. Of course. And then um, now people are using apps. And the one app that is the most useful to people, I think, is called Merlin. Okay. The Merlin app. Yes. And that will... um, walk you through a series of questions to help you narrow down what birds you're seeing, which is really helpful. I love that. Or you can just hold it up and it'll listen and it'll tell you what you're... I know, it's
0: incredible. That is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it really is. That is so cool. We'll yeah. leave it there. Judy Pollock is the president of the Chicago Audubon Society. Thank you so much for stopping by, Judy.